Hui Wong and Stanley Leung with you on Work It on CNA 938. Somewhat ironic and also timely that my headset isn't quite working very well. I'm, I'm hearing myself intermittently. Oh, so, I see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and I say timely because we are talking about a campaign that has to do with signing. Um, a student-led campaign um, from Nanyang Technological University aiming to bridge the gap between hearing and deaf individuals to create a more inclusive Singapore. So, Hui, have you ever thought about maybe learning sign language while I'm trying to fix my headset? <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> I, I thought it would be helpful, you know, when I grow old into my 80s and 90s. you know why? Why? Because, you know, when we reach that age, right, our hearing faculty will kind of fade, malfunction by that time. So if I, I'm thinking if the elderly community, right, is equipped with the sign language, then, you know, think of how fun it would be to communi communicate that way uh, without having to speak at the top of your voice or the inconvenience of using the hearing aid. Yeah, I'm sure it will come in useful. I was going to say, read my lips. And then again, your eyesight will be fading by that time too. So <laughs> you probably can't read very well. <laughs> but yeah, um, so this is where we are going to be finding out more about this campaign supported by SG Enable's I'm Able Public Education Initiative, the Enabling Lives Initiative, City Square Mall and the National Youth Council. We've got two young people here to tell us more about this campaign. They are Chan Yan Jin as well as Tan Yu Lin or Lin will call her. Uh, PR and outreach leads of This Is Your Sign, an undergraduate-led campaign bridging the gap of the deaf community in Singapore. Ladies, thank you for joining us, Yan Jin, uh, Yan Jin and Lin. Hello. Thank Hello. you for having Thank you. us. Our pleasure. Thank you for making time to join us in the studio. More inclusivity, always better. But what made your team decide to want to focus on the bridging of the gap between hearing and also those who are hearing impaired? During the ideation period of our campaign project, we started out with the idea of exploring a campaign on Singapore Sign Language because we thought it was interesting. But after speaking to deaf individuals within the community um, during the initial phase of research for our campaign, uh, we realised that to understand a language, it is important to first understand the culture and the community behind it. So we decided to focus on what hearing people can do to make Singapore a kinder and more accessible society for deaf and hard of hearing individuals. Mm. I mean, did you have like, say, close friends or friends or acquaintances who were, uh, you know, deaf and, and therefore that might have been the entry point to this campaign? Um, we didn't know anyone personally mm. that was deaf or hard of hearing. We just knew the NTU was um, providing this sign Singapore Sign Language um, module as well as having friends that are volunteering within the deaf community. And we thought that there's, there's a little gap between hearing people and deaf individuals and our understanding of them as well yeah. and what we can do as a campaign to bridge that gap. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and just before we came on air, Lynn, you were telling us that you are actually uh, doing that, that course of learning sign as well. Yeah. So How has it been so far? It's been really interesting. I'm only taking Singapore Sign Language Level 1 in NTU. So it's been quite a steep learning curve, I would say. But um, I think my lecturer, who's also a deaf individual himself, oh, part okay. of the deaf community, mm. makes it very um, easy, enjoyable. It's a very fun lesson. It feels like attending like primary school all over again because you're learning a new language from scratch. And the language is very different as well. It doesn't follow yeah. the structure of English grammar. Um yeah, so it's been very fun. I enjoy the class very much. It's a three-hour class on like a Monday evening, but it like passes by in a flash. You know, yeah. having learned that, right, language being language, you have to practice it. So mm -hmm. so if you don't, uh, if you learn and if you stop practicing, you, you may lose it, right? Yep. Yeah, so I think a small tip that um, my teacher actually gave is like, 
when we see in the initial parts when we learn how to finger spell, if we see like signs along the roads or in classrooms, we can just like, oh, quickly sign it to re- recap. But I also have another fellow teammate who is also taking the class with me. So when we do have the chance, we do practice with one another. Yeah, and as well as um, we go for like deaf hangouts and meet um, other deaf individuals. And from there, we can practice our sign language with people who are actually part of the community as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the team, we understand, conducted a pre-campaign survey, your team, and some of the findings show that young people do care about championing the cause, which is great uh, news. And, and not many have but participated, though, uh, in it. So tell us more about some important numbers that the team uh, was able to surface through this pre-campaign survey. So as part of our our campaign, our final project, we are it's mandatory for us to conduct a pre-campaign survey. So we held it amongst 21 to 34-year-old hearing individuals in Singapore. So to just to share some numbers that more than 50% of the youth we surveyed do not actually actively seek information to enhance their understanding of deaf culture and community in Singapore. And more than 80% of them have never actually participated in events or activities that promote deaf awareness. And this is despite 90% of them believing that understanding deaf culture and community is important Mm. and some of the top reasons stated for the lack of action include lack of time lack of awareness of learning resources and materials and also not knowing anyone from the deaf community personally so with these findings we kind of plan our campaign around that and we hope to target these three reasons with our campaigns online and offline activations in your campaign uh, were you able to find out the percentage of the population um so to get like a size that's representative is about of the population is usually about 300 to 400. So that was like the size of our survey sample. So we are definitely not able to survey like a super huge group, but we just have to find a sample size that is that is representative of of Singapore's youth population and that will make our responses valid. And yeah. also the deaf, uh, you know, um, hearing impaired population in Singapore. Would you have the figures? Um, there are about 500,000 deaf and hard of hearing individuals in Singapore. Yeah, but not all of them use sign language because some, like you mentioned, like old people who lose their hearing later in life usually do not consider themselves to be part of the deaf community because yes, it, they, they, it only happens to them later in life. So yeah, we don't have an exact percentage of that, but like out of the 500,000, definitely not all of them mm. are part of the deaf community. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but what's very clear is that there's a lack of deaf culture awareness uh, that the survey has raised um, and that there's probably a lot uh, that we can learn uh, with regard to getting acquainted with that that culture. What what can we do better in this in this area then? I mean, um, Yanjin, you want to jump in? Um, I think maybe uh, I'll share about maybe one thing that we, because we are uh, communication students, right? Mm. So when we were researching this topic, we really looked at how um, media was talking about the deaf community. So one thing is that we wanted wanted to address through our campaign. And I want to prephrase that we cannot speak for the deaf community because we are hearing. But one thing that we've tried to address is like the fact that uh, the word hearing impaired is actually offensive to the community. Mm. So because it focuses on hearing as an impairment, so when we talk to the deaf community, they actually encourage us to use words like deaf or hard of hearing. Yeah, so that's something we're trying to raise awareness of, especially among young adults, you know, our friends who work in the media industry going to end up working in the in media industry. So that's one way. And I do feel like um, Singapore is taking small but maybe short steps of trying to integrate awareness of deaf culture in 
our education curriculum. So through our survey, we found out that there really is a lack of deaf culture awareness in the education curriculum. And because of that, people are not really sure of what to do. But actually, we saw that there was a recent CNA documentary that talked about how the MOE Kindergarten at Mayflower is integrating hearing and hard of hearing children together. So they found that after a while, um, the hearing children is actually able to pick up Singapore Sign Language by themselves and interact with their peers. So I feel like starting from young is really important and creating like opportunities and spaces for um, deaf individuals and hearing individuals to interact is definitely the first step that we can take. So it's really important to integrate them into the society right from the very beginning. Um, yeah, uh, integration and basically, yeah, so learning sign language from young would definitely be helpful because um, that means there will be more interpreters in society, more people who are able to communicate with them. So yeah, integration, as you mentioned, is very important. Yeah, uh, late last year I was emceeing an event and it was uh, really featuring the artistic uh, and creative, uh, creative talents of the the, those who had different disabilities, and we we did have uh, sign signers who were, you know, uh, doing the translation for while I was yakking on on stage. Uh, they were <laughs> they were actually you know making sure everybody was included in that concert, which I thought was really very meaningful. All right, so using all the insights that you have uh, been able to uh, glean from that survey, um, you have come up with this campaign that we are giving focus to. This is your sign. So tell us more about what the campaign is about, what you're going to be uh, uh, doing at the campaign, through the campaign to educate the public. Okay, so This Is Your Sign is an NTU uh, Weekly uh, final year campaign that aims to bridge the gap between hearing and deaf individuals in Singapore. So what we hope to do is to promote the understanding of deaf culture and increase accessibility for the deaf community. So maybe just to share about the events that we have held so far. Uh, we have held an uh, event in uh, NTU in collaboration with Deaf Hangout. So Deaf Hangout is actually a Facebook group. Um, anyone can join it, but it's a group where hearing and deaf individuals come together to interact. So for hearing people who are trying to practice Singapore Sign Language, um, it provides a platform and a space for them to practice their sign language and meet deaf people. And the second was an online workshop that we conducted by the Singapore Association for the Deaf, SA Deaf. Um, basically, we invited young people to sign up and learn a little more about deaf culture, about the basics of Singapore Sign Language. And basically, we really ensured that whatever we did is really closely tied to the deaf community. So whatever we put on social media, whatever we release, we would seek their advice and their thoughts and to ensure that what we do um, represents them accurately. And so today, actually from... Uh, today to Saturday, we'll be actually holding an exhibition at City Square Mall Basement 1. So everyone can just come down to learn a little more about deaf culture, um, accessibility features. We're also featuring some companies who actually do inclusive hiring in Singapore. And for those feeling a bit lucky, we're also giving out um, prizes like an Apple Watch, uh, Google Home, other goodies through a lucky draw. And actually these um, products that we're giving away, we are giving them away because they actually feature accessibility features. So Apple Watch, you know, um, helping transcribe, just making uh, lives a little bit easier. Mm. Yeah. Well, sounds interesting. Now, this is also in collaboration with SG Enable, I'm Able Initiative. How has that been for your team in learning more about deaf culture? Um, so SG Enable's I'm Able Initiative believes that each one of us Singaporeans can help to build understanding and empathy to create more equal opportunities for everyone in Singapore. So as a group of hearing students, I think we really wanted to ensure that the campaign represented 
deaf individuals and the community accurately. So we ensured that we interacted with them closely, joined various events prior to starting our campaign to understand more about their culture. And since um, we did not know how to sign, we started out by actually typing out on our phones or using an interpreter to communicate with them. And slowly we started to pick up more basic sign language finger spelling. We were able to introduce ourselves to new people, talk about um, where we were studying, what are we doing and even our hobbies. So we also learned like fun facts, like how deaf people play musical chairs. So like instead of using music, they actually like turn the lights on and off. Mm. So like when they will be on and then when turning off, then they will they will like scramble for the seats. Yeah, as well as ori- origins of like interesting sign words. But yep. yeah, using the other senses to play what yeah. we usually use our ears uh, to mm-hmm. play um, that game, musical chairs. All right. Yeah. So I don't know if both of you were at the Coldplay's concert in January. Were you? We were not. Yeah, okay. we were, our teammates were. Yeah. All right. You both were hard at getting the campaign up, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's acknowledge that. Now, there was a spotlight shone on how hard of hearing individuals are, are roped in to enjoy their experience with interpreters signing all the lyrics of their the biggest hits uh, for Coldplay's concert. Do you think this will be a mainstay for you know future concerts, public events? Um, and, and you hope that it will be? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so we were actually really happy to see interpreters available for the concert. So one of the interpreters we worked closely throughout the whole campaign, like shout out to Daniel. Um, he was one of the interpreters there. So there were a total of three interpreters and they rotated around the six shows. We both are like really big fans of music. And I think we can all agree that music really brings people together and everyone should have equal access to concerts. So when we were talking to members of the deaf community, they mentioned that in other places like US or in Europe, um, interpreters are readily available at all events and concerts. So actually a few, I think last year when Rihanna was on the Super Bowl, the American Sign Language interpreter actually blew up because she was so expressive and she was really uh, describing the song and the lyrics. So, um, but this is not the case for Singapore, unfortunately. And many deaf people did not have the opportunity to attend concerts. So Coldplay actually wanted to make their concerts a safe and accessible space for all. And so they interpreted they engage the interpreters for all six shows in Singapore. And we feel like this is definitely a small step towards more accessible concerts. And we hope that all artists coming to Singapore next time would make interpreters available. Um, so actually, Chris Martin, he actually signed uh, Miss Lily Go. So she's a deaf artist in Singapore. She, uh, he signed her interpretation of the song, Something Just Like This. Mm. Yeah, so that was like really cool for the deaf community to see. And maybe to just share about the logistics behind live signing, I thought that was really interesting. So not only are there live interpreters, there is a sub pack. So subpacks are interactive vests where, where it allows the deaf and hard of hearing to feel the music through vibrations. Mm. Yeah, so the screens on stage will also flash lyrics at the same time. And there are two interpreters. So one interpreter interprets the lyrics and the other one actually interprets the instruments, wow. the vibe of the song. Yeah, so our groupmate went down on one of the days and she saw that everyone was just like really having a lot of fun. Um and I think when they were discussing how to interpret it, the interpreters also ensured that interpretation wasn't just a direct like word by word interpretation, mm. but instead they wanted to combine the emotions mm. and the deeper meaning of Coldplay songs. So yeah, that was really cool. And the fact that there was so much media attention on it was really interesting. Yeah, it's really helping the you know marginalized, if you like, be more mainstream. Uh, really including them in in mainstream even concert events like that. And your team also worked on a video series called Dear hearing people tell us more about it yep so dear hearing people is a video series that 
uh, we created where we featured three people from the community. So the key message of that video series was to tell like the world that deaf people can do everything but hear. So every deaf person's experience and perspective is unique and we really wanted to capture that in our video series. So just to explain more about the three lovely women that we featured. So our first video was about Kimberly. She's a university, full-time university student who's also a Deaf Olympics bowling athlete. Oh. Yeah, so she shared with us about her experience in mainstream schools as well as her sporting experiences as a national deaf bowling athlete. Yep. And our second video was featured Miss Lily Go, which she and Jane previously mentioned, who is a deaf arts and music practitioner. And I think a lot of us hearing people often have the question of how do deaf people enjoy music or can they enjoy music? So through that video, we introduce um, that experience. And our final video was about Miss Phoebe Tay, a researcher who talked about her international mobility, living in Australia, United States, as well as Singapore. Yeah, and Australia and United States in general have more uh, infrastructure for sign language and interpretation as compared to Singapore. So we explored that within the video. So everyone had a different story to tell and it was really, really fun working with them and learning about their perspectives. Mm. Yeah, so you can find the video series on our Instagram at yoursign.sg. All right, yoursign.sg on Instagram. I was just going to ask you, how do we get a review <laughs> of your videos? Thank you for mentioning that. We have been in conversation with Chan Yanjun and Tan Yulin, PR and outreach leads of This Is Your Sign. It's an undergraduate-led campaign that seeks to bridge the gap of the deaf community in Singapore. Now, the exhibition, as uh, they spoke about, uh, it's going to be held from today until this Saturday and it's going to be at City Square Mall, Basement 1. Oh, and uh, as Lynn had mentioned, you can check out the team's Instagram page at yoursign.sg where you can also find those three-part video series, Dear Hearing People. That's you, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the studio and for telling us more Thank about you your so campaign. Much. Very meaningful one at Thank that. Thank you so much. This has been Work It on CNA 938.